Lucas, you want to hear a joke? Sure, man. What do you call a rude cow? Is I... the answer on your sheet? Yeah. Oh. What's well, up? I, I mean, you can't what put a, it on his sheet? But it doesn't make it any. It's oh. not cool for me to be like, yeah, I know your joke. What is it? I don't know. What? Beef jerky. <laughs> Get it? Yeah. Hold on. Where's. <laughs> Got it. I'm getting good at that. So. You're listening to the Faster Freedom Show, hosted by us, Sam Prim and Lucas Walls. Hello and welcome to the Faster Freedom Show. My name is Sam. And I'm Lucas. And I'm the one with the jokes, and Lucas is the one with the... I got the riddles today. You got me with the riddles. Those answers are not on here. Okay, good. I'm going to get your ass with the riddles. So today we're going to talk about um, your job and owning your job and what it's like to kind of um, grow within your job and then potentially grow out of that job because... I don't know, 90-something percent of people listening to this probably have full-time W-2 jobs. Yeah. Right? I mean, most people do. I mean, very few people, uh, you know, don't have that W-2 job. So most people have that, and we talk about how we walked our path from – I always say, Lucas, I walked the path from W-2 job to W-2 job with a side hustle to the side hustle becoming my full hustle Mm -hmm. to – I always end it with financial freedom, and I feel like I did that from 2015 to 2020. Yeah, I so think that's you're a good probably pres- the same exact time frame. Right. So we've we've made that jump, but we also can relate from a, a leadership or like a boss perspective mm-hmm. on our team members who are all W two and how you know we view them and their productivity and their their uh, trajectory with the company as well. And I think that'll be a lot of fun to talk about as well. And I think that'll help you see if you're aligned in your in your passion. There's a lot of jobs, W-2 jobs out there that, you know, you know, you can have fun at, make a lot of money and set yourself up for uh, a nice retirement. So um, just because we're we invest in real estate and say that's the right thing to, to go. There, there's a lot of other ways to, to, to build wealth. And I think um, owning your job is, is a big part of that. I agree 100 percent. So we'll get into that. Then um, I'm going to stump Lucas with some riddles, which he does not have the answer to those. Then we're going to talk about what's trending. A whole the I've seen this old Jimmy Fallon, Ellen DeGeneres uh, a bit kind of. It's, it's not very fun to see because I love me some Jimmy. Me too. That's why a lot of this these headlines surprised me. Yeah, and then Delta diarrhea. And That's then, a wild one. I've heard a lot of people talking about it. I have that. not heard anything. Yeah. I've heard the Jimmy one. I haven't heard the Delta one. So I'll introduce that when you introduce the Delta diarrhea. And then Motivation Monday. We're going to fire you up, get you ready to run through a brick wall. <laughs> and we always got to say because – Lucas punched a brick wall yes. in college or broke his hand. I did not run through it. It it held me up. Didn't your fist didn't make it through Mm-mm. it? And you have and you have more stories about that to me. Is, is now a good time or no? No. Just be better than me is the you know, the key to that. You this. said there's something I don't know about it though. I thought you said that when we had your last Oh yeah, now is not a good time. Off air? Yes. Or do we have to be drinking? No. Okay. Off air. Perfect. Tyler, don't let me forget market. All right, so um, the difference between owning your job and owning a business. So I think um, you, as I was reading through the rest of the notes, Lucas, when you gave your little um, tidbit on it, and then I heard the end of it about not everybody has to get into real estate, but you know, in order to do something on the side and create a little more freedom, having a good job is a big part of that. Yep. So you want to expand on that a little bit? or No, I think that's your part. Why don't you expand on that, and then I'll expand on, on my part. But about I, having a good job and how important that is? Yeah, it's, if you want to invest in real estate and how yep. they go like hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah, for sure. So I always tell people, don't just jump all in for so many reasons. You need to have a stable income as well as a stable side hustle and then have that side hustle become your full-time gig. So many people for clickbait reasons or just people like Grant Cardone who are just crazy, quit your job, jump all in. You'll either, you know, 
kill what you eat and you'll kill enough and then you'll figure it out. And that's fine for some people. But in general, I don't like that, especially for investing in real estate, because when you invest in real estate, it is much easier to invest in real estate when you're able to get funding. Mm -hmm. Even if you're a wholesaler, if you're able to potentially close on a property and get funding, that will make you a more dangerous wholesaler. If you want to get into a flip because you found a home run of a deal that you can make a hundred grand on if you have it yourself, you're going to need funding. I guess technically you use private funding for that. But then the long-term play of real estate is buying rental properties and you definitely need credit and funding for that. So I guess my whole point is if you're wanting to do the real estate thing, I would a thousand percent suggest you having a full-time job and dipping your toes into different aspects of real estate, whether it be wholesaling, flipping, sub to um, apartment complexes, self-storage, duplexes, house hacking, whatever it is, dip your toes into a few different things with a full-time job. You will have a more stable base. You will be less stressed and then you will be more bankable and then you will ultimately be more successful. Yeah. Even when us with us, we, uh, like we did it the right way and some things wrong way and some other things yes. but you know we kept our jobs for a while four or five years mm -hmm. right and um three or four actually okay. 2015 14 we argue about that but 18 <laughs> we quit you 17 yep. for you yeah so um maybe not as long as you should because when we jumped full-time into real estate it, it definitely even though we you know we're making decent money still uh, it, it put a pause on our lending limits with our banks when um, we wanted to add more rentals. We were ready to go. We were in it every day, but they're like, oh, hold on. Let's let's uh, let's see your business financials. So even if you jump in full time, say you jump into wholesaling, but your goal is rentals. If you have two or three good years of two or three hundred thousand dollar years of wholesaling, you're still going to have trouble getting that funding on the back end for a rental because uh, 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 a banker would rather see a $90,000 W-2 than he would on your own wholesaling making two or $300,000, which is crazy. And another part, me. I think you can get ahead, I agree with that, I think you get ahead of that walls by starting to build that relationship with that W-2 job. So if you have that $90,000 W-2 job that we're talking about, and you're wanting to get into rentals, get into some rentals now. You can wholesale, you can do other things, but buy a handful of rentals, two, three, four rentals with that bank. And then I don't think you'll need two or three years of 200,000. I think just a few, maybe several months or a year or so, and then they'll reopen those limits a little bit because that's kind of what worked with us. I know we yeah. had a good business to back it in on, but we didn't have to pause the breaks for three years. We still bought things. We're still able to make some things work. For sure. I think in the, that's a great point. And you build that relationship and that, that lending relationship, that, that's exactly what it is. You know, they're not going to, if you build a relationship, a personal relationship, a business relationship with that being, bank they're not going to dissect your deal down to the cent every single time they're going to start to trust you and when you do make that jump they're going to start to trust you they're going to keep trusting you as well so it might not have a big a dip but communicate that plan with your banker for sure tell them your plan even long before you do it and then he'll probably give you some some feedback or she'll give you some feedback on how to make things uh, less bumpy as you transition. Yes, I agree. So let's go with the positive things about having a W-2 job. I have a few more examples and you probably do as well. And then let's get into some not like negatives, but some ways to get out of that W-2 job and some things that you can start to put into place. Because if you're really, you're your goal is to go on your own. I mean, eventually you're going to have to make that leap and you're going to have to, you won't want to get caught in that rat race too long because then it, you might think, well, I have too good of a job and I'm not going to quit now. So it's, um, a, trap. I it's a trap. It can be a trap for it can sure. Be, right? It can be for sure. So on the, on the other positives, like I, I think just sitting down and, and you probably already know this, you don't have to sit down and dissect it, but 
you need to be enjoying your job. You spend 40 hours a week minimum most minimum people. doing this. Life is too short to be going to a job or doing a job virtually that you do not at least like to some degree. And if you don't like it, figure out a way to get out of, out of there. Especially if you're not getting paid super, super well, yes. because I promise you, you can find something you like that pays you decent. And if you're getting paid a shit ton of money, you're like, I, don't, I hate it, but I get paid enough. Well, then take the next six to 18 months to figure out a way to get out of it mm -hmm. and replace that income. Like there's no rush, but the best time to look for a new job or new opportunities when you already have one. That's the trap, right? Yes. Those golden handcuffs mm -hmm. that a lot of people have. And I, I feel like it's it was very prevalent in a lot of people that we've uh, been able to hire on to Prosper because of it. Um, but yeah, so um, you gotta love it. And if, if, if you do love it, that, that's fantastic. I think real estate can be a great supplement to it, um, but you'll have passion about a job. You'll be able to go do it. We, we call it um, growing your role. So you go all in, grow your role. Your company's going to see that and be able to promote you or be able to give you raises and your, and your role's going to change. So um, I think that's super important to have that passion behind it, and you're just going to be that much better at what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. Tior's getting promoted left or right. He's he's taking it, taking it to heart. Third promotion in a year. The cream like king. Yeah. Um, we'll just leave it at that. So uh, so I agree. So I I look at college and your job. If your goal is to be an entrepreneur and be financially free and all those things and own real estate, we're just kind of assuming that. But pretty sure most of the people that listen to the podcast, that is their end goal. They see the numbers that 90% of millionaires are created through real estate. So they go down that path and I preach about it all the time, but your job can play a key role. It can be like a stepping stone, right? I feel like you don't have to go to college, but you can. I learned a lot in college. I grew as a person and matured and you know, I would not have been a, as good of an employee if I went out of high school as I did out of college. And I learned how to like, I did a ton of presentations in college. I learned how to collaborate with people. I learned how to get you out of bar fights. I learned a lot of important things in college. And then when I got that job, I learned a lot about working hard and in sales and, you know, you eat what you kill and the relying on yourself. And then I became a sales manager and learned about managing people a little bit. And I've learned a ton more since I quit. But in general, I feel like it can be an important stepping stone. And if you look at it as that, Lucas, if you look at it as a great opportunity to help you grow and to help you become a better person, a better eventual business owner, then you are much more likely to do that as opposed to, I just need to get out of this as quickly as possible and those things. And I say all that with old T York listening in the corner. The good thing about prosper is we allow you to have your own job. So he's not quitting ever. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, tell him. And I think finding an employer that allows some flexibility is key in all yes. this um, schedule flexibility. Number one, because you might have to take a little extra lunch break, longer lunch break and go look at some properties or maybe, maybe one day you got to jump out at four o'clock instead of, 4:30 or 5, but um, yeah, having that flexibility. If you don't have any of that, then it's time to reevaluate what you're doing. If you're not making money and you don't have flexibility, get another freaking job. I promise you can find a job yeah. out there. It might take you again. Reiterate my point. If you have that job, now is a good time to look. It's a lot tougher to look for a job when you don't have one. You can find a job that, that doesn't pay you well, and there's no flexibility that you can get more flexibility for the same pay or maybe less flexibility or the same flexibility for more pay. But yeah. there's, uh, there's so many things out there, especially with technology and people working from home and dual roles and all these things. And even side hustles, if you don't make enough money, 
but you like it okay and you have flexibility, well, then that's a great opportunity to start a side hustle. Yeah, and figure out, you know, an industry. And maybe your goal is to get into real estate full-time at some point. Well, get in the real estate industry as a W-2. Get in uh, the video editing industry as a W-2, you know, while you build up your business. So I think there's a lot of synergies with your um, W-2 job and what you want to do in the future. Well, let's talk about some jobs, some W-2 jobs that people can get into in the real estate space. Yep. There's, I mean, it's not technically W-2, but there's a real estate agent. Yep. I mean, a lot of you can do that on the side too. And a lot of them, and it can be your full-time gig. A lot yep. of people that make it serious, take it seriously, make a lot oh, of yeah. money. But that's a good one to just get your license, kind of start slow, mm-hmm. not hardly any risk, if anything, mm-hmm. and then build that income up over time as well. And if you're handy, you can obviously, you're a contractor, you can start to work for real estate investors and yep. focus on that. I mean, some of our contractors that we used. At first, Jason, was that his name? Somebody that mainly did for like homeowners and then did a few for us. He did yeah, a couple. Yeah, yeah. Was that his name? Avalanche? Jason? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. McDuffie? Yeah, something. Yeah. So I saw him at, um, he's jacked. I saw him yeah. at uh, uh, the restaurant the other day and say hi to him, but he's big. Yeah. But anyways, um, so again, so you're doing that, but then you do it more for investors or like a property, go work for a property management company yep. in the office and yeah. sales and a lot of different things. Property management companies, a lot of them have sales or leasing agents. So yep. there's a lot of different jobs inside the real estate Constru- investing. I like the construction of the project management mm-hmm. as well. Project as management. Yep. Yeah. Just or, think about all the people that are work, you know, work with us that we're in the real estate space. Yeah. So accounting, you can get a job at working for a bigger or smaller real estate investing company. Yep. Um, there's so many different things you can get into. Web Website space, get into the real estate investing website space yep. for flippers and people in the area. So there, are, I wouldn't say endless, Lucas, but almost every job you can think of, there's some way to twist that and make it a very similar job in the real estate space. Yep. Love so it. I think that's huge for somebody if you're looking for the job, if you're not getting the fulfillment, no flexibility, no pay. You can get some or more of those things in the real estate space still. Yeah, I agree, Sam. I feel like I'm crushing it right you now. Are. You're so doing you great. wanna get out of here so you don't you ruin the episode. Wanna, you just yeah. wanna I'll just take, take it home. Yeah, I got it. No. Stop it. All right, so let's talk about some of those golden handcuff things, Walls, and some, you know, disadvantages of having a full time job. Because obviously there are some, but I feel like we've been really positive about the W two job stuff right now. Yeah, so I think I've I've heard of a lot of different people throughout our our coaching and other ma- masterminds that we're part of. Uh, they make a they make good money, mm-hmm. good money. You know, two three hundred thousand dollars a year, and their plan is to build this rental portfolio, and it just never freaking yep. happens. Uh, and it's it's so frustrating to me. Is is does that is that really what you want? Number one, you got to figure that out. But um, making this good income is you know, not, and then maybe having crazy hours, not the flexibility, but you're making a lot of money. It's, you're, you're never, it's going to be very challenging to be able to build a rental portfolio and create that wealth and financial freedom because you're trapped into that nine to five or sales job or whatever it is. And it's sucking all of your energy and time into that. And, uh, you know, it's okay. That's nothing wrong with making two or 300 grand, but you're, you're going to retire with, you know, three or four million in a 401k. Not bad, right? When That's you're 63. 60, 60 years old or so, um, instead of retiring with, you know, five, 10, 15 million in real estate when you're 40 or 45. So it's a big difference. And um, I think that's the that's the thing that's holding a lot of people back. So what would you tell that person, Lucas? I, I sounds like I know probably a couple of the people you're talking about even, but in that local deal, like what would you tell them to, if they really want to do more, and they're making 200 grand, like what are some things that you can do? Um, and maybe it's just general advice for anybody, but maybe that person that makes decent money, 100 grand or more, like what would you tell them to 
get out of those golden handcuffs. Yeah, so you got your you got your income dialed in, and so uh, to, to make sure you're, I would continue maxing out maxing out your four hundred one k no matter what. If you're not doing that, max it out. Uh, but then figure out a way to get some flexibility in your schedule, and maybe you might take a small pay cut or I don't even know but it's gonna be worth it because once you have flexibility in your schedule with that w-2 job you're gonna have a, a, a easier time building that rental portfolio because that's the goal to me you have excellent active income you need that wealth you need that long-term play and that's what rentals are to me so uh, get some flexibility in your schedule and start learning about rentals and picking off you know a couple of year can I shit for on 401ks for a minute yeah shit all right <clears throat> right on. on top I'm really good at that. I need to put that so I can grab. It. All right. So anyways, um, 401ks in general, I don't think they're horrible, but I just did some research on them. And obviously I saw the negative sides of it because that's the research I was doing. But they said most companies that match just take it away somewhere else. Like we don't do that. Like yeah. we're like we pay by the exact same and we match. So we make sense. But most companies that match 401k, they like take that away in like benefits or they take that away in bonuses or in days off or in just general pay. They plan ahead like that. So it's not really free money. It's money that you would be getting. But it does, again, not saying 401ks are horrible because yeah. I had one for a while. The other thing is up until three years ago, the fees were insane. They didn't have to disclose the fees on 401k. So you could... The fees were 2 or 3% because they didn't disclose them. The other thing is you can't touch it until you're freaking 60. Without a penalty. Yeah. Without a penalty and a tax. So, yeah. And it's not tax-free. It's tax-deferred. So you're deferring the tax. You're not paying it now, but you're deferring it. But taxes could be worse then. So it could, like, the grand scheme of things could be worse. So anyways, 401Ks, just we mean you agree about everything, so it's okay to argue every oh, once yeah, in a while. Yeah. 401Ks, I think, are part of that golden handcuff. For sure, I agree. Yeah, 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 exactly. And if they're all you have, they're better than nothing. I agree and with sometimes that. Sometimes you you, you're not vested as well. Correct. you, you got to stay there five years bef to get 100% of what you've put, or what you put in or, or what, what your account has grown to. So... Uh, but I, I also think when you're when you're making money, you know, you know, what do people hate? People don't hate 401ks, right? What do people hate when they get a check? Taxes. Taxes. People freaking hate taxes. I don't blame them. Who likes taxes? Right? I don't mind paying a little tax, but yeah. I don't want to pay too much. Tax. Right. Right. So um, a way to lower your taxable income is very important when you're making any money. But especially if you start getting it up into that uh, six figure range uh, and uh Paying into a 401k is one of them, mm -hmm. you know, low is your taxable income, but so does rental properties and building your rental portfolio will help take, take your taxable income way down. So you're paying the government a lot less. Yeah. So we make more money than probably some people think, probably a lot less than some people think. Regardless, we didn't have to pay any taxes on it, which is very cool. Yeah. Or we're not going to have to pay any tax or very yeah, little tax. Because on we it. had a lot of losses in our rental portfolio. Yes. Yeah. And, and just depre depreciation, yeah, depreciation, things like that. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. Capital improvements yeah, and all this. I was thinking about the other, the other night for some reason, for some reason, and, and like what we make, some people probably think we make way more than we do, but regardless, we don't pay tax on it. So, yeah. it's pretty good. So, at least this year. Yeah. At least this year. <laughs> I think, yeah, we got to keep buying Definitely paid a lot in the past. Yes, we have. We, yeah. we paid our fair share for yeah. sure. Cool. All right, I think that was a good little round out of that. I don't really know where we went with that, but that was just kind of a fun. I think it was more of a discussion and just yeah. bringing things out. It wasn't really, hey, you have to do this. There's right. so much nuances to what we discussed, but I think it was just good, fun conversation. Yep, so many different ways to go about it. All right, riddle Figure out what's right for you. Riddle me this, walls, balls. Yeah. All right. All right, so this is something where you can 
pause and put the answer in YouTube. We, we're struggling there on YouTube, so make sure to go check out our YouTube because it's fun to watch me and this dumb dumb stare at each other and talk as well. So, what can you break even if you never pick it up or touch it? So what? Something you break, but you don't have to pick it up or you don't have to touch, but you can still break it. Can you break the ice in an awkward conversation? That is not bad. He's pretty good at these. His answers are wrong. I mean, it's never what what the right answer is. Though. A promise. You can break a promise. Don't do you break a lot of promises? Sam? Not very many. I don't feel like. I feel like I'm pretty good about it. Okay, good. All right, ready? Proud of you. Thank you. How about you? Uh, no, I never break. Promise. Oh, sh- you just broke one right there. Why? Because you break promises. You've broken promises before. It's lying. Ashley, I promise I'll be home at this time. Okay. Does that break? Yeah. You're like, let's not go down that path. That is. If we're calling those promises, I'm in trouble. (laughs) Okay. All right. I have branches, but no fruit or a trunk or leaves. What am I? A bank. Yeah, he got that one. I thought, uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate the support. I'd like to thank. No. We are talking about freedom. Um. I could have sworn that was not the right answer. I thought you guys were going to have something else down for that, but you I'm glad you, I got one. You never get them right. You got that one yeah. right. This, this, all right. I, I have the questions just for full transparency. I don't have the answers. Yes. Okay. So this next one, I'm not comfortable, not confident in. Okay. What can talk, but will reply when spoken to? What, what can't, can't talk? talk? What can't talk, but will reply when spoken I to? I said an email. You speak to an email? I guess you maybe. Well, I guess it's not spoken to. It's an echo. Echo. Nice. See, these are fun. Yes, um, that's much better. Than I said email. something on a podcast the other day, and I I don't know if I made it up or if I've heard it before, but the person was blown away. I was like, history doesn't repeat itself, but it echoes. So if you listen hard enough, you'll be able to hear you know, or something along the yeah. lines. They're like, that is really good. Have you heard that before? Thanks. Um, history doesn't repeat itself, but it echoes. I don't know. Sometimes I get ripping on because I'm on like three podcasts a week. They're yeah. all a lot of them are. I mean, our podcast isn't huge, but very small podcast. Yeah. Everybody that asks me on Instagram, I pretty much say, yeah, I'll go on your podcast because yeah. I'm at least getting in front of some people. And it's fun to connect with those people and, and talk and with drop them. dimes like that. Yeah. Well, and people and they're just they're like, oh, my gosh, so fun to have you on. And it's fun to do. Take some of my time. But anyways, every once in a while, I drop a dime like that. Nice. The other one last week was everybody falls. You either get up or give up. When you fall, you either get up or you give up. I like that one. Yeah, see, sometimes, bro. Winning or learning. There you go. It's uh, I guess that's how sometimes we create viral content, Walls. Yeah. All right, so that was Riddle Me. So you got uh, one out of three. Mm, I feel okay about I that would give you. One. I'm going to give you one and a half yeah. because I think the ice was not – that was a decent little twist 50%. on it. 50%. Still I, failing. Yeah, that's all right. It's, it's not, it's, it's, uh, or you look at it as you're going to the Hall of Fame because you made 50% of your shots. That's right. And I'm learning. And you're learning, so you're echo. winning. Echo, 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 echo. All right. All right, what's trending? So what's trending? So we just kind of search Google Trends and just kind of see some current topics that are out there that are pretty big and I wouldn't call them shocking, but just interesting and get our takes on them to make sure you are up to date with what's going on out there in the world on Google Trends and to get me and Dum Dum's opinions on things. So 16 current and former staff members say he is very, very erratic and is... Who's, who's this? So, oh, yes. Jimmy yeah. Fallon. Sorry, I lose that. So, Jimmy Fallon. I, I love me some Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And I want to caveat this with, obviously, everybody has good days and bad days. So, th- yeah. that's part of it. But apparently, there's been quite the movement behind a large number, 16, as I mentioned, current and former staff members, members saying that his... Um, 
behavior is erratic and spoiled and it's not a dream job working for them he's erratic he apparently has issues with alcohol he has lack of accountability and he's insensitive with comments and feedback hmm. yikes yeah. kind of reminds me of the ellen thing because like i love everybody like ellen was like the thing yeah. for a while and then apparently she was horrible to her staff wow you remember hearing that oh yeah oh yeah what, what and it? then apparently jimmy's don't sound like it's as bad but it's it's pretty tough yeah it sucks i mean like first thing that reminds me of is you know stop looking up to these celebrities like correct you, you don't know who they are exactly number one uh and it, it it also pisses me off that people can put on this this front when they're behind camera mm -hmm. and then obviously they're not living a, a truly authentic life to themselves because mm -hmm. that's not who they are or they became that way because they got famous or whatever and it, it went to their head now they're now they're dicks yeah i think like, that's i think that's more of it to me maybe not because this is a bigger topic, but you know, these celebrities and these people that Matthew McConaughey gets a Lincoln commercial and all these people get all these brains behind them because they're on the TV. It's shifting to social media. I think I saw there's two guys on social media that um, it's a dad and a son and like the, the son's girlfriend. And they're like, they're just, they're just goofy as hell. They have a few million on TikTok and they're, mm -hmm. they do really good videos and they were on a freaking Gillette commercial during Thursday night football, the opening of the football season. There was a Gillette, the brand commercial. They didn't say they were from TikTok. They were just on there, and it was them shaving, doing like a goofy thing, and it was a legit commercial. So, anyways, I think those people are more authentic because when you're on social media, you're turning stories, you're actually being who you are for the, yeah, most, part. For the most part. When yeah. you're in a movie, you can be an asshole yeah. and you're just on screen. Nobody knows. Yeah, you're acting. And yeah. then when you're doing the Tonight Show, you're doing that on screen like you're not there's nobody's capturing your real life off screen right so i think you can hide so anyways i think it's shifting i think more social media are going to become like the people that get brand deals and that you know people actually know and trust rather than they're going to realize that they just see them on a movie but anyways yeah. it does suck the other thing i have on this walls is i think they probably grow into this this is very similar to dave ramsey i don't think he's a horrible person but i have had a lot of people and partially because he called me a liar but they're like Dave Ramsey's really gone downhill these last couple of years. His brand has blown up. He's worth half a billion, apparently. He owns hundreds of millions of real estate. He's got all these people telling him he's God, probably literally. And I think that goes to your head. I think it's almost impossible to block all of that out. And I think you get to a certain point, and if you're not super disciplined and you know, you're know you kind of ego-driven anyway, then you're just going to think that your way is the only way. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know if it's impossible or not. Well, not impossible. Yeah. I'm going, and we're not anywhere on these guys' levels. Yeah. We never will be. But I'm going to be very cognizant about never yeah, doing that, no I matter how big smart. we get. You know, I've I've always, you know, we we've heard about Dave Ramsey. I don't know, probably ten years ago now. Mm -hmm. So, and he's always had some sort of undertone of arrogance to me mm -hmm. in a way. Um, and he can build his company however he wants, and that's probably how he wants. You know, more of a dictator approach if i had a guess and that's that's okay that's your core values you tell people what to do they do it and, and if they don't, don't ask you questions them, yeah. and you're 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 yes got yes men all around you um uh, so um that's just not us and not who i want to be so very cognizant of that i think is a great way to put it yep for sure so anyways that was an interesting one kind of sucks i'm trying to like see both sides of it and you know i read something that you know he's amazing some days so i don't know if there's a uh, jimmy a, yeah like to everybody like yeah. really engaging to the staff and everything and um and uh, I don't want to go down the alcohol. Maybe some days, I don't know if there's alcohol issues yeah. or not, but um, it's not every day like the Ellen thing. Apparently, she was just a all the time. That's crazy. But anyways, it kind of sucks, though, because he does seem like a really cool I gender. Know. I love that he's best friends with JT and all that stuff. Yeah, but anyways, it makes me uh, 
not feels good about it. That's for yeah, sure. I'll I think twice next time I see a clip. Yes. So Delta diarrhea. I don't know anything about this one, Well, So why don't you leave this one in? All right. So the headline was diarrhea all the way through airplane <laughs> forces Delta flight to do a U-turn. That is that's you know how much money that probably costs that airline. In a, to do a U-turn, we're not talking on Highway K out here, Prim. We're talking like halfway across the country or something, probably. Right. And we're talking a plane in the air that burns thousands air. of thousands of or thousands of dollars of fuel a minute or yeah. an hour at least. So there were hundreds of passengers that were delayed by, for hours by the interest uh, incident. Uh, but customers were also quick to praise the cleanup crews. Oh gosh, okay. Who scrubbed the jet and replaced the sodden carpets in a five-hour operation so there was so the carpets got sh oh gosh yeah so my my father-in-law heard about this and was like i heard one guy had diarrhea on a delta flight i'm like no it was like multiple it was like the majority of the people on the flight had it oh what so the wait what so I, a I'm bunch of people kept going and it catch up leaking no they couldn't go reach a bathroom because they were being occupied by other people that had oh so diarrhea. they just pooped on the floor yeah and in the aisles and everything what yeah it was wild i'm pretty but sure how did that happen i don't know that's that's crazy so something that they ate or breathed in right would cause that i don't know that's crazy so but just pooping everywhere t York's doing some research oh look at they had to ue it all the way there so wow it, oh they were atlanta heading to the northeast it looks like and they turned around up in uh, like Virginia area. Click on that picture too, so we see the big version of it. Oh, people are just pooping by their seats. Oh, bro, this is a funny one. Uh, one passenger said staff used vanilla scented disinfectant, uh, and then they said the plane just smelled like vanilla shit. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, so, T York, you can write shit on the outline if you want. You don't have to. You don't have to bar it out. He probably copied and pasted. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. It's funny. <laughs> All right. Um, All good, though. That's wild, man. That is wild. Those were two fun segments. Hey, fly private. Yes, that's why you, <laughs> that's why you own a jet. You can uh, touch down any time and poop. Wow, that is crazy. 336. That's a big plane, too. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know if that's many, how many were delayed because of it. Like, maybe oh. they were back waiting on the plane or something. Um, wow. That's quite the trip. And after you U-turn, well, where are they and, going? Why didn't they just freaking go the rest of the way? Right up till New York or something, probably, which is already probably halfway there. But um, so yeah, they were going, flew out of Atlanta, got to Virginia, and came back. So by the time you U-turn, you probably still have hour and a half, two hours of ride on this plane to get back. <laughs> mm -hmm. What a trip for those guys! That is nuts. I don't think they might not ever fly Delta again. Number one, but they might not ever fly. Again. <laughs> If you're just pooping everywhere. Oh, man, bro. That is nuts. So let me pull up. Um, oh, they were going to Barcelona. Oh, that's why. That's why they turned around in Virginia. <laughs> T-York hooking it up. They're like, we're not going over the Atlantic like this. <laughs> no. All right, Lucas, I want to let's get people fired up. Can yeah, I read? Um, so, you know, I do I got a little bit, too, but not oh, a whole bunch. OK, because I do these, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I got one recently that got uh, 4000 likes, which yeah. is a lot. Uh, it's a post I do on, on Instagram. So I want to go down this loop and I think you'll have some passion behind this and then you can go your path. But okay. over 4000 likes this post, I kind of try to do motivational quotes uh, post. So it's a, a picture of a a. a notepad that i wrote a statement on and held it and took a picture of it. it's got four thousand likes walls One hundred and eight thousand people have seen it um and it says 
Fact. If you want to go somewhere you have never been, you will have to do things you have never done. And oh, we've yeah. talked about this a little bit, but that's on a big one. Yeah, we have. Yeah. Not everybody listens to every podcast, but in general, this is the whole thing of if you've gotten to this point in your life, you're probably successful or hopefully successful or will be soon. But if you're wanting more, you can't just do the same things yeah. over and over again. You're not going to have to get up at 3.30 a.m. and study till midnight every night on a side hustle. But you're going to have to do things differently, whether that mean get up earlier, whether that mean go to a meetup, whether that mean, you know, go to bed a little bit later, whether that mean just you're going to have to prioritize something besides what you're currently prioritizing if you want different results, you cannot do the same thing and mm-hmm. expect different results. Obviously, most people know that's Einstein's definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So you're just going to have to do things differently if you want different results. It sounds simple, but it's not super yeah. easy. It is simple, but it's not easy. Yeah, another another way to say that is doing what you've done in the past has gotten you here. So right now, are you happy with your life? Uh, are you where you want to be? And if you're not, you have to go do things differently than you've done in the past. Yes. If you are, maybe build on what you've already done and keep keep building and keep growing. And you're not going to be making these changes and doing these things that are a little bit differently. You're not going to be batting a thousand. Like you're going to do things differently and you're going to screw up and just don't give up at that point, right? Don't give get yeah. up, don't give up, but you, I, that's where I think most people get it wrong or most people not get it wrong, but they don't get where they want to go is they realize they need to do things differently. They do things differently. They try and they fail, so they go back to doing what they were doing. Yeah. You just got to keep trying. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, for sure. And uh, you just got to replace certain things in your life. You know, you're not going to be able to go out if you're trying to build a, a business of your dreams and financial freedom. And you're not going to be able to go out every week. Mm-hmm. Period. You can't go out Thursday night with your boys. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta make that decision sometimes. Mm-hmm. And as soon as sometimes you can, but there's other times you gotta like, no, tonight I gotta, I gotta do bookkeeping. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily want to do that. But in order to get to where you want to be, you're gonna have to do stuff that you don't necessarily want to do all the time. I love it. What'd you have? Uh, I was just like a uh, couple little things like. You know, don't feel a hundred percent today, right? But I was still just so pumped to get in the office, and I was like thinking, like, man, yeah, you were if, here before me today. Yeah, I was like, man, if I miss today, like that would suck. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to miss today. So it, it's Monday, Motivation Monday, right? And uh, just super excited to, you know, happy to be able to have that excitement to get into the office. But also, like, uh, I I have a vacation next week, mm-hmm. going on vacation. So um, I feel like like the week before people go on vacation, they they're just kind of checked out, you know, and like already like, oh, I'm in vacation mode already. Fuck that, man. Like I'm trying to get as much done and be as productive as possible this week so I can set a vacation up. So, uh, you know, I'm not constantly working on vacation or I just set myself up in that better of a position when I get back to not have a whole bunch of crap that I don't want to deal with. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking you're you're setting it up to where you're grinding, hustling, having fun, getting shit done now. Yeah. So you can go relax a little bit. I'm sure you'll check your phone every once in a while, yeah. but hopefully you're mainly relaxed. But then you'll be ready to hit the ground running when you get yes, back that following week. So sure. this vacation is an actual vacation. You're not like looking forward to something that you're working the entire time. You're not looking forward to something that you're distracted the entire time. You're maximizing now. You're maximizing the vacation and you're maximizing when you get back. And I think very few people set things up to do that. Yeah, and I think so. And I think it mainly is probably because they're not happy or inspired by their job. Yeah. So figure that out. Bro. Figure out that inspiration, that motivation, that passion. Figure that out. It is there. There is a role for you, I promise. Just continue to look. And if the last three you applied for didn't work out, mm. fucking apply for a fourth. Damn, you'll, we just, all, just full circle. You'll at figure that out. That's how we full circle. We're going to end on that. And Lucas. Yes, sir. Let's throw the outline in the trash can. All right. I will throw first. We were 
net zero last time. Yep. I made one, you made one. Mm -hmm. So we'll see where we're at. Here we go. Oh, I hit my hat. Well, that's your fault. It for sure is. I just, I'm going to sink this. I just know it. Are you going to go a line drive or a little no. more floater? Archer. You're going to go in between and miss. You don't know which way you're going. Oh, that was floater. sweet. Thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope you got some major value from our conversation. If you love what you learn, make sure you like, rate, review the show, and help us spread the word by telling a friend. If you'd like to learn more about working with me inside one of my programs, we'll have those links in the show notes, along with all our social media handles, so you connect with us there for free. If there's a real estate question you'd like us to answer, feel free to send us a message, and we'll cover it in an upcoming show.